In your bulletins, you will find a sermon outline for this morning's message. It is called, uh, What Charlie Brown's Christmas Teaches Us About Following Jesus Christ in Our Lives. We've been in a sermon series, as you've heard all every week so far, of an advent called Christmas at the Movies. We've studied and learned from the Christmas story, the Christmas carol, the Grinch, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was last night, Elf, and It's a Wonderful Life. Today that sermon series comes to an end. It really has a lot to say about following this movie, really has a lot to say about following Christ and what that looks like in our world. Do you know that there was a popular soda factory that wanted to sponsor this um, this movie? I'm not going to mention their name this morning. But when they learned that he was going to read, Linus was going to read from Luke chapter 2 at the end of the movie, they just dropped it. They said that they would not support that because no one would watch a movie where Luke chapter 2 is written or read. Wow. It's become one of the greatest of all time movies. People have watched. People have learned. People have heard the good news of Jesus. So what do we learn about following Christ from this movie? Well, on the screen you'll see the first point of a sermon outline coming up here. It's going to fly up on the screen. Following Christ is dropping the blanket. Now, what you're going to say is, what do you mean dropping the blanket? In just a minute, we're going to watch as Linus reads Luke chapter 2, and he begins to to start talking about what's going on in his life. And he he says to Charlie Brown, listen, here's what Christmas is all about. Because Charlie Brown is frustrated. He doesn't know what Christmas is all about. And as Linus is going through... Luke 2, you're going to watch his hands. In just a minute, we're going to talk about some Scripture passages before we get there. But if you watch his hands, you'll watch his, right when he gets to the fear not part, you'll watch him drop his security blanket. You'll watch it. You may have watched this for years and never seen it. I'm one. I watched it for 40 plus, 40 years. I'm I'm only 40. 40 years. And I've watched it for 40 years and I've never seen it. Until someone put it on my Facebook wall and I quickly took it down so that I didn't have you people seeing it so my thunder wasn't stolen this morning. <laughs> that I would see that the fact that Charlie Brown and Charles Schultz and those that wrote Charlie Brown are trying to say something. That you know what? When we're following Christ, we've got to get rid of the security blankets. Christ is not a crutch. Christ is not something that's a security blanket. He is the Savior of the world and we can get rid of all other security blankets. And so the very first point of the message this morning from Charlie Brown is, listen, when you follow Christ, you've got to drop the blanket. You can't hold on to other things and say, I'm going to follow Christ. But you see how it went for other people in the day and age of Jesus. You remember the guys who came to Jesus and said, I'll follow you, but first I've got to go bury my dad? And what's Jesus' response? Let the dead bury the dead. we got work to do, fellas. It sounds very arrogant. It sounds very ignorant. But if you take the context of what he's doing, the the, the bottom line is, is that that gentleman's dad had not yet passed away. And so he was just using an excuse. But, you know, i got to be around because if my dad does pass away, i got to bury him. 
And Jesus is saying, no, drop the security blanket. Drop the blanket. Here's a couple of scripture passages. The first one is out of Matthew 16, 24. It says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways. Take up your cross and follow me. Now, we always want to choose the small cross, right? Like this gold one down here. That's kind of easy to carry. That's, that's, that's simple. It's actually not. It's very heavy. But if you, if you look at crosses and, and you go to a room of crosses, you're going to choose the small one that you can fit in your pocket and kind of carry around. And what Christ says is, listen, no, you've got to take up the cross. Whatever cross I give you, sometimes it's going to be as big as our Christmas tree. Sometimes it's going to be as big and as tall as this stage. Whatever the cross is you got to drop your security blanket and carry the cross that i've given you it's a powerful reminder this morning as we celebrate christmas let's look at luke chapter 2 here's what it says and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night and an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were terrified but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will, curse, that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David is a, is a Savior, has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Notice the words of the angel. Now, we all get on the shepherds, you know, they were scared, they were, well, think about this, friends. You're out in the middle of a field, you're out here at nighttime, and all of our lights are off, and all of a sudden, there's this great light that comes out of nowhere. Ken Davis, a comedian, says, I think that causes thou to freakest out. Because you don't expect it. You're doing your job. You're, you're, you're watching sheep. And it's pitch dark. And all of a sudden, this light comes onto the scene. But the angel says, do not be afraid. And I want those words to resonate because here's why we don't drop security blankets. And we're going to talk about this in just a minute. Because we have fears. It's the biggest reason why people don't drop security blankets. I'm afraid to, Pastor. I got real fears. If I drop my security blanket, I might just get called to do this. We're going to talk about that in a little while, but isn't it funny, in a not-so-funny way, that Christmas time story in the Bible has fear not more than most stories. People were afraid. They didn't know how to act. They needed to drop their blanket. So we're going to go to that first clip here in just a second. But I want you to watch it with a new light. I want you to watch his hands when he starts to talk. And I want you to just watch because sooner or later you're going to see hands without a blanket. It's a powerful story about what Christ can do. Take a look. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? 
Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And there we have it. Linus with no blanket. Linus gets to the core of the message of the good news of Jesus and he drops the blanket because you see, we don't need security blankets when we follow Jesus. You see, I find it extremely powerful that it's at the moment that Linus drops it when he's talking about fear not. The reason for that is, is my guess is that we need to get focused on the great joy and the great celebration of the day of Christ was born. But there's fear, real fear. And in today's world, there's a couple kinds of fears, and these are on your sermon outline, and they'll be up on the screen in just a second here. Fears of today's world, for today's world. And here's number one, fear of certain people. Isn't it? I mean, I'm not going to mention those categories, but there's fears of certain people in our world. By religion, by race, by a lot of things. And so it keeps us from dropping our security blankets. If they don't look like us, if they don't smell like us, well, there's a fear there. Fear of situations as well. Fear of making a big mess, a big move. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of broken relationships, etc., which leads us to an important question. And here's the question that I kind of want you to focus on today. What is your blanket? Sure, we don't carry around a blanket with a thumb in a mouth. But what's your blanket? Where's your security? I wish I could say my security is fully rested on Jesus Christ. Well, friends, if I'm honest, there are times that it is, but there are times that it's not. The world in 2016 can be a very scary place, and most of us find ourselves grasping to something for something temporal, for security, whatever the thing may be. Essentially, 2016 is a world in which it is very difficult for us to fear not. Next, Linus teaches us through what he does after getting done talking about the birth of Christ. And here is your next point. Following Christ is not a one-time decision. 
Because you see, I would love to say that Linus dropped his security blanket, talked about the, the, the Christmas story, and then walked off stage right and left the security blanket lay there and saved and got saved and didn't have to worry about it another time. But he doesn't. He doesn't. Take a watch. There's no sound at first, but there will be. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Linus is right. I won't let all this commercialism ruin my Christmas. I'll take this little tree home and decorate it. And I'll show them it really will work in our play. See, Linus picks up the blanket again and he walks off a stage. It was one of my pastoral friends who saw this on Facebook and said to me, isn't that the struggle? Really, coming to know Christ is kind of easy. Knowing Christ is the simple part. Not going back for that security blanket is the tough part. And Linus teaches us something that day. It's not a one-time decision. It's not come to Christ and get up and walk away and live your life perfectly. There will be times that it will be easy to grab your security blanket and move on with life. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, it says the following words, which are up on the screen already. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. I want you to understand a few words, and they're underlined for you up there. Notice the, 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 the definitive words that are used for young Joshua. Always on your lips. Don't walk away from this. Don't look at it as a good news and then not use the good news. Second, it says meditate on it day and night. The pastor, I have to live a life. Doesn't mean we can't meditate on it. Meditating is not always sitting in a chair and staring at a wall and thinking about it. Meditating is, how do I apply this when I'm learning here at Faith Church to what is happening in my life? Maybe in my job. Maybe in my family. 
Then he goes on and he says, be careful to do everything written in it. Now you know, if he could have just cut that part out, I would be happy. Be careful to do everything written in it. And I know it sounds like a fanatical statement, but it is the reality of Christmas. Sure, he says believe before he says behave. But the reality is, is that in order to believe, according to him, in the Gospel of John, you kind of have to behave. Now why do you say that, Pastor Brett? Because he says these words. He says, if you love me, you will do what I command you to do. So he puts a, that word if in front of that to say to us, friends of faith, you got to do it. It's not, a, it's not a question of can I do it or should I do it? It's a question of if you love Him, do what He has commanded you to do. So yeah, believe comes first. He, he says believe before He says behave. But behave is shortly behind that. Because it has to be. Because if you truthfully believe, you'll do what He said. It's like, when my dad and I were, when I was growing up, my dad wasn't growing up at the time. He had me by then. And, and he would say something to me and he would say, you know, go and do this. And I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Typical teenager or younger. I just wouldn't do it. Then we would have a face-to-face chat and I'd have to convince my dad that, yes, dad, I love you. Yes, dad, I care about what you have to say to me. And he would always ask me that, that question over and over again. Then why didn't you do what I asked you to do? Well, because I just didn't do it. It wasn't until I became a father myself that I understood that what that was saying to my dad was, I don't really care what you have to say. It was really disrespectful. And it was then and now that I realize that's the way the Father looks at it. When you open the Bible, you read a Scripture passage and you say, yeah, i got that struggle in my life, but you say, so? Temptation is to say, he doesn't mind, but he does. And so we need to meditate on it day and night. We need to do everything that's written in it. And then it goes on in chapter 1 of Joshua, verse 9. It says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so the reason that Linus can leave the security blanket, if he would choose to, on the stage and walk off is because this promise is as true today as it was then. If we don't believe that, we have a problem on our hands. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. How many of us get discouraged? I mean, I do. 2016, it's real easy to get discouraged. You look around and you say, you know, am I really making an impact? Am I really doing what God's called me to do? And you, and you get discouraged. And what God says over and over again to us is, fear not. Do not get discouraged. Keep moving forward because I am with you. I am doing something through you. Just keep moving. Yet, 
Will you like Linus? Pick up the blankets. Say, God, I appreciate that, but I think I'll eat my chocolate ice cream tonight as my comfort food because you're just not enough comfort. And so the question is begged to answer or to be answered is at the end of this message, and here's what it says What do you need to drop today and not pick up again? What do you need to drop today? We're on Christmas Day 2016. This only happens every four, four to five years, something like that, that we have Christmas Day on a Sunday. What can you drop this Christmas? And not drop it like Linus and pick it back up after you're done talking about the good news and fear not and all this good stuff. And then you pick back up your security blanket and walk off stage right. But drop it and leave it. I mean, leave it in his hands. Say, God, I'm not going to go back to that security blanket anymore. Oh, it'll be tough. I really want your help with this, God. And on the bottom of your sermon outline, I just kind of want you to take some time. I just want you to write it out. And I don't want you to drop it off at the auto rail. Well, why not, Pastor Brett? So I want you to look at it. I want you to put it somewhere where you go every day. I want you to be reminded of what you need to drop and never pick up. So you can walk out of your house every day and say, I need to give this back to God. And not be like Linus, who picks back up his security blankets. I've had many in my day, security blankets. I had one like Linus until I was, you know, 13. No, I'm just kidding. Until um, I was like five. But then I had other ones. My mother was my security blanket at one time. Couldn't go too far from mom. And then God started to say, no, wait a second. And so I ask, what do you have to pick up or not pick up? What do you have to drop? Write it down and put it somewhere where you'll see it every day. Let's close in a word of prayer together. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to look at this movie in a new and a fresh light. I know for me, after watching it for hundreds, what it feels like hundreds of Christmases, it was a breath of fresh air to be reminded that I don't need security blankets, but also to be reminded that it's easy to think and convince myself that I do. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help us all here today to drop the security blankets. And that you would allow this Christmas to be a special Christmas of celebrating what you are doing in our hearts and lives. For Lord, it's in your name we pray this all. Amen. May this eternal truth be always on our hearts that the God who breathed this world into being, placed stars into heavens and designed the butterfly's wings, is the God who entrusted His Son to the care of ordinary people, became vulnerable that we might know how strong is the wonder of love, a mystery so deep it is impossible to grasp, a mystery so beautiful it is impossible to ignore. Amen.